Welcome to our space. This is A to Z Hoops Coaching with me, Coach Terry Canova, and this is absolutely our space. As all coaches know, we is always greater than me. I'm going to share nuggets from my 30 plus years of glorious, crazy, and insane sideline pacing, all the fun and all the joy of doing what we do. Together in this podcast, we're going to leave no stones unturned. We're going to talk about everything from parent relationships to promoting your program and heck, even the end of the year banquet. But because this is our podcast, your input is essential. So please don't hesitate to reach out and always share it with your buddies. And well, of course, let's like the episode. These episodes are going to be short and to the point. I want to produce a podcast that you can listen to as you fix your coffee in the morning or drive into work. So they're going to be short and sweet, easy to digest, and a lot of ideas in small bites. So let's get started with this week's episode. first official episode of my new podcast, or should I say our new podcast, Hoops Coaching A to Z, and that's me, Coach Terry Canova. You know, there's so many different topics that we're going to cover as we progress week to week with our podcast, but I really took, took some time to think about which one is going to be the most beneficial to the most people out there. And I think I think a large part of our, our listening audience as this thing grows is going to be high school coaches, young coaches. And to me, the make or break for any young coach is going to be the parent-coach relationship. And so, you know, for myself, I've been in a private school for, for the last 16 years, and we've got a lot of parent involvement, and, and we've got wonderful support and, and wonderful people uh, around our program. And, and so, obviously, you know, I, I, I'm sure I haven't been perfect with, with the relationship with parents, but I definitely have done a good job, or, or you, just don't, you just don't stay at a place like mine for, for 16 years if, if you don't have a good rapport with the parents, um, because they are so involved and, and, and just they're so giving to our program. You got to have a great relationship with them, or at least they've got to understand where, you, where you're coming from as the leader of, of that program. So, so this episode, we're going to talk about that. And, and as always, I want to refer back. I'm going to, uh, I've got a Facebook group uh, with the same name, uh, Hoops Coaching with Coach Terry Canova. Uh, I, I want to invite all of you to, after each episode, let's meet back at the face group uh, area and you share your thoughts on the podcast and what should have been added and, and again, the goal is for us to grow continually as, um, as coaches. 
So I guess where we'll start is the first thing I think it's important for a coach to do is you've got to understand where the parent is coming from. Trust me, it took me a while until I had to go to my own children's athletic events I didn't quite understand it. I'll give you an example. I remember as a young coach when I would see parents in the stands and they they would sit there and they'd watch the game. And then the minute their child would come in the game, they'd start recording. And then when a child came out of the game, I would uh, or they would would stop recording. And I remember as a young coach thinking, that's absurd. How could they not care more about the team itself and just their child? And, and, and again, until I was a parent watching my own children, I didn't, I didn't understand that. Um, and then later on when I had to experience, you know, watching my son play basketball, you know, basketball was probably his third or fourth favorite thing. And so it was kind of on the low end of the totem pole for him. And he didn't get to play a whole lot. And he had some really good athletes on his team. And, and, and I remember being at his games and the only thing I cared about was when he got in the game, wanting to see him do something well, wanting him to shine. And so it gave me a better perspective as a parent. And so I, I heard this term the other day, and, and I think it, it kind of puts it in a perfect, a, a perfect visual for all of us. A coach worries about the program first, the team second, and the player third. That's our jobs. We've got we to take care of the program, then the team, and then the player. Not that we, we don't love the players, but the program and the team have to come first. Well, as a parent, it is the exact opposite. It's player first, team second, program third. So you, we've got to understand going in that that's the way it is, but that's okay. That is okay. But we both, it's important for the parents to understand it. And it's important for coaches to understand it. That's the way parents look at it. I've even heard coaches say that many parents would rather their child be voted to the state or, or to the all state team than the team win a state championship. And while as crazy as that may sound, I'm sure that that can be the case because a parent, there's no thing on the planet that a parent loves more than their child. And and so you got to understand that as a coach going in. And so it's important now when you meet with the parents, you have an open dialogue and you understand that both views are okay or both views are fine, but as the leader of the program, as the coach, you've got to take care of the program first. So let's talk about the preseason meetings because this is so essential. If you're not having a preseason meeting as soon as possible before the season starts, you're really setting your up, you're setting yourself up for failure. So number one, you got to be transparent and don't pull punches. You've got to let those parents know what you expect from your players and your program. You've got to be honest. You, you just can't sugarcoat it. You've got to be honest. Here's an example. 
I can't tell you how many players I have come up to me that might be multiple sport athletes or they might be a cheerleader, you know, because I do coach girls varsity, uh, might be a cheerleader or might be in the play. And they'll come up to me and say, hey, coach, I've got to miss practice Monday because I've got a mandatory play rehearsal. When I'm telling you my head comes close to exploding when I hear that, because I think it's absurd for someone, uh, a cheerleader sponsor or a, uh, a sponsor of, a, of another event, to tell your player, you've got to be here because it's mandatory. Well, heck, aren't our basketball practices mandatory? For goodness sake, every basketball practice is mandatory. But this is something that you've got to say loud and clear to your players, and you've got to let them know that in the practice, in the, in the, uh, in the parent meeting. You've got to let them know. You cannot assume anything. It's just like coaching kids. You can't assume anything. So you've got to be loud and clear and let them know. Basketball practices are mandatory, and if they don't make it, there's going to be a consequence. And so, uh, again, some, don't assume anything. Get those things out, uh, you know, right out the gate. Practicing game schedules. Me personally, I don't even wait for the parent meeting to get that out. You've got to get those things out as soon as possible. Because, again, if you're at a program or a school like I'm at, these parents go on vacation and they do they take trips and they want to do things. So you've got to send them a calendar as far out in advance as possible and let them know here's our basketball game dates, here's our practice dates, and, and also offer suggestions and say, okay, look, here here's when I take vacation. Here's when here's when I go. I go right after graduation. I go for five or six days and I get myself back for June because that's when we start June hoops. Here's our Christmas break. Hey, you know, we've got a game on, on December 20th, but, but we have another game on, Jan- on December 26th. So that means we've got to be back. After that game, you are free to take your, 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 your child, but we're going to be back Christmas night at 6 p.m. to practice because we've got a game the next day or whatever that is. Be clear with them and let them understand you know, that, that here's where we need them and here's where we need to be. Uh, other things in the parent meeting, your travel policy. Do you expect the players to ride both to the game and home with you? Let them know that. Let parents know your goals, your goals as a team. Let, let them know the things that you are looking to accomplish as a coach. Uh, you, you know, he, he, make sure... Make sure that you stay in communication with your parents. We have something called Remind. It's a, like a text messaging system. What I decided to do a couple a couple years ago, when I send my, my players motivational messages, I make sure the parents get those as well. Because what you don't want is you don't want a, a frustrated parent to to maybe mess some things up where, you know, they might be frustrated or something and you got the player all bought in and, but the parents frustrated about something that's going on and it may take a little bit away from what you're trying to accomplish with the players. So communicate with them. I have open practices. I want my parents to be at practice when they want to talk about playing time. 
come at practice and come watch. And then a lot of times they'll get a better understanding of why the play in time is like it is. And, and on that note, uh, some coaches don't want to talk about play in time. I am always open to talk about play in time. Always. However, it's not going to happen right after a game. Uh, it's going to happen 24 hours later or a couple days after a game because we're not going to do that right after a game because everybody's uh, you know, uh, feelings are on their shoulder and, and, and the whole deal. And, and you, you know, you just, you, you don't want to do it right after a game. That's just bad, bad timing. Um, one of the things I always talk about at a parent meeting is explain to the parents, Hey, think about your daughter or think about your son. When you ask them to do a chore around the house and sometimes they just not too keen on doing it and they may refuse to do their chores. Well, guess what? As a coach, we make them do much harder things than picking up in their room or bringing dishes to the dishwasher. So explain that to parents and understand that our means as coaches sometimes can't be as warm and fuzzy as a parent's because we're making them do tough things in tough situations and in, in, in chaotic situations. Um, and then one last thing uh, is... Make sure you have a good relationship with the athletic director because sometimes your situation with parents will break down and they will approach your AD or your principal. Make sure when something goes wrong on your team that you are the first one to let the athletic director know. Let them know. They don't want to be surprised. And if the first time they hear about a conflict is from a parent, then the chances of you having a good result from that is going to be a lot less than if you had already told the athletic director, said, hey, here's my side of the story. Here's what happened with this young player. Don't be surprised if mom or dad calls because the player's upset. Let your athletic director know that up front, and and that'll normally make things a lot smoother for you. Uh, Communication overload is the key and 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 you really just gotta gotta let the parents know what you expect and what your guidelines are and what your rules are and I think things will be a lot better off uh, finally the the last thing I want to want to mention uh, I haven't had a chance to do a deep dive in this but I know it's going to be uh, extraordinary uh, things have been a little busy and hectic for us getting started but there's a coach, a good friend of mine. His name is Coach Jerry Hernandez. Go to his website. It is sportseducationexperience.com. That's sportseducationexperience.com. And he has a book he put out. He's got a couple books, but he's got one called The Athletic Trinity. I really think it's something you guys need to need to check out and look at. Check out his website. Check out his other books. He's an amazing coach. He's a coach I've been knowing for many, many years. And uh, like I said, I haven't gotten deep into it, but I know it's going to be phenomenal. I'm about to get on to it here in the next day or so. And, and I'm sure uh, he's going to have many of the, the thoughts that I have and then expound upon that even, even better. So, hey, I promised we'll keep these things around the 15-minute mark. So let's go back to our website or our Facebook page, and, and we can talk more about some of this parent-coach relationship. And please, please, wherever you listen to this podcast, go subscribe to it. 
and tell your friends about it because we want to keep this thing growing and going bigger, bigger, and better and better. That's it. First episode is in the books. I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we'll talk next week. Stay blessed. Hey, thanks for checking out our episode. Now you ask, hey, what's next? Well, first of all, before you leave, please hit the subscribe button. We're going to try and get to as many places as possible. Uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and of course Podbean. And then after you subscribe, please go tell your friends. And then finally, jump on over to Facebook and get in our group, Hoops Coaching A to Z Podcast. That is where we can take each episode, jump in with our coaching buddies, and do a deep dive on what we talked about in the episode. We'll see you in our Facebook group. Have a great day.